exclusive podcast from Impact 89 FM. WDBM East Lansing. Oh, it is Thursday. Welcome to Happy Hour. My name is Brock. Oh, what a big day. Big day indeed. I, you know, I, first of all, joined by uh, Eric, Dr. Kilometer Marzak. Good evening, radio listeners. Jeremy Whiting in the hizzy. Hello. And uh, the Reverend Craig Terrell making his way into the studio as we speak, driving his Lexus. Uh, we will be talking hopefully later about the the forthcoming race between the Jaguar and the uh, Lexus, between uh, the Reverend Craig Terrell and Dr. Kilometer Eric Marzak. I'm going to demolish him. <laughs> so uh, apparently today was a big day in news. Now, I find this interesting. Uh, obviously, if you are just uh, getting out of class or whatever, you haven't paid any attention to the news today, uh, a, a huge shocker apparently, uh, not really to me, but uh, Anna Nicole Smith died today. Uh, at the age of 39, which it blows me away. That she, she lived a long and yeah, prosperous that life. That was a Brock. long 39, I'm telling you. Uh, big news, uh, and I, I found it hard to believe because I was online and I was looking through a couple things and I hit CNN and uh, saw the news there. And my reaction was kind of like, wow, that's kind of weird for initially because she's kind of young and you know she just had the issue with her son dying uh, six months ago. And I'm like, meh. I don't care, <laughs> you know. Like uh, every time you've ever seen video of her in the past two years, she was high as a kite in every single one of those videos. She is so messed up. That awards show where she went on stage and she was so messed up that she couldn't read the cards and she just started screaming, "Make me beautiful!" Yeah. Oh, I heard about that one. <laughs> Anna Nicole Smith, you will not be missed by Doctor Kilometer. <laughs> I will tell you that um, I, as a as a kid, uh, my best friend growing up, um, had, it was my best friend for a number of reasons. But uh, one of the first and foremost reasons was his father had a subscription to Playboy, uh, and uh, we were fortunate enough to know where those uh, magazines <laughs> were kept within the household. And I'm, I I can remember the first time I was I was probably. I could have been 14, 13, maybe yeah. when the first Anna Nicole Smith That's spread. about right, when she was still a little bit chunky. That, that spread came out. I was 13 or 14. I'm like, why is this fat chick in Playboy? Yeah. <laughs> like, with the novelty-sized breasts. Like, ridiculous. I wouldn't be surprised to find out if she died from whiplash. Like, she just got up too quickly and wasn't broke her she, neck. W- wasn't she Playmate of the Year, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's a number of spreads. I, I never really thought she was that attractive. I mean, first of all, um, I don't think she was the brightest person on the face of the planet. She, she worked. Well, she married up. She knew what she was doing, uh, obviously. <laughs> and, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the Anna Nicole Smith story, I don't know where the hell you've been for the past, uh, six, seven years. Um, basically the big deal is I'm assuming the media is loving every second of this just because, the issue at hand is the fact that she has a what six month old daughter, five or six month old, uh, yeah. who we yet no don't know who the father is, and it, the the money that uh, that is from the big oil tycoon that passed away, God, it's been probably five six years now. Uh, that's all still in litigation. Uh, it was just went to the U.S. Supreme Court to figure out who's going to get the money. They still don't know. So now, uh, with this happening, now it's going to be a huge media frenzy to figure out who the father is of this child because all the money is going to have to be controlled by the father 
the legal father of this child until the kid grows up until yeah. they're 18 and oh god oh what god a mess. What a mess. so um uh, it, nobody they're gonna do an autopsy uh tomorrow apparently and of course tox screens don't come back for like six weeks but I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark, and I'm going to guess she died from a drug overdose. I'm going to say it was Colonel Mustard in the hotel room with <laughs> the rope. Or I will, I'll change it. I will say it will be like accelerated heart failure due to her extensive use of uh, pharmaceuticals. and uh, Trim spot. Yeah, it's trim spot X32 or whatever the hell it is. I, I Seriously, it's not a big surprise to me. And I, I find it utterly... <laughs> Almost disgusting that, uh, that uh, such a big deal is being made out of this woman dying, uh, and yet we have how many people in Iraq still dying every day? We still have a war going on. But uh, uh, Anna Nicole Smith, the big news. I can see why people abhor the media uh, at times like this, because this is just ridiculous. How many How many of the average people, I could understand this being a big news thing on maybe the E channel, yeah. but how many people, average households in the United States, really care is really going to care that Anna Nicole... I mean, and I'm not saying this to be a jerk, and I'm not saying this right, to be I mean. Right, I understand. But do, do people really care? Craig Terrell, what do you think <laughs> about... Uh, Craig Terrell also works at uh, a uh, news outlet uh, television station, so he's obviously heard the news by now. Uh, and so I'm torn up inside. Are you torn up inside? Yes. Do you really care? Is it that big a deal to you? Um, I never really followed uh, Anna Nicole Smith's illustrious career. <laughs> <laughs> I know she was the guest jeans lady, but I, growing up, was kind of a welfare kid and could never afford guest jeans, so... Yeah. Could you afford Playboy? Y'all, <laughs> I have a similar story, y'all. Yeah. My neighbor's dad. Yeah, thank God for neighbor's friends' dads. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm I'm assuming this is going to be the next uh, veritable OJ, just because of all the litigation and everything that's going to be going through the courts for the next six months. You got to figure out who the father of the child is, where this money is going to go, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I I just think it's kind of stupid that that's huge news. But uh, I mean, it's sad. You know, it sucks. Um, I her, I feel sorry for the kid, especially. Dear God, that poor child. Um, and her family, it totally sucks that she passed away. But uh, Well, I'm really worried about Mad TV. Who are they going to make fun of now? Yeah. <laughs> that was like their biggest set of material right yeah, there. Yeah, I agree. There's, they still make fun of her. I watched it a rerun uh, a week or two ago, and they had the skit where she she was fully grown, and she was enticing her, in the skit, her fully grown son, who is now deceased, yeah. to um, to touch her. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Mad TV, by the way, as you'll recall, last week I had Arden Murin from Mad TV on the show here on Happy Hour. They were on campus at the Union. I have a fantastic story to share with you about uh, my meeting with the Mad TV folks and Spike Ferriston, who is also uh, he's the new late night guy uh, for the Fox uh, Network, doing right now doing a show um, after uh, Mad TV on Saturday nights. Uh, a lesson learned via live journal. We'll talk about that later. Four three two three eighty nine three. Should you have any thoughts to share about the uh, debacle that is the Anna Nicole Smith uh, death? Um, I'm just going to move on because you're going to be so Fair sick enough. of this news for in the next three days. Uh, you know, besides the fact, that, well, let's see. Uh, the government uh, is now being uh, tried, uh, or they're going through. Uh, the court hearings to figure out how much the government was involved in covering up a global warming. We have a nice. war in Iraq. Yep. Uh, we have uh, Americans and uh, Iraqi civilians dying by, you know, tens uh, every week. 
uh, and uh, but thankfully, um, and we also have a tornadoes killing people in Florida. We have uh, ice cold temperatures that are probably killing elderly Don't people. Don't forget the six feet of snow in Upper State New York. Uh, yeah, I saw all that today. But no, it's uh, it's all in Nicole Smith all the time for the next three days. So, oh, thank God for that. And uh, another thing I'm thankful that has passed us by is the Super Bowl. I um, I'm not a big sports guy. Um, yeah, yeah, that's usually Jason's job. Yeah, and I. You know, unless it was like the Lions in the Super Bowl, obviously, which will never happen. Uh, I, I really, I would, I sometimes would watch the Super Bowl just because, you know, it's kind of like a, a social event. You get together with friends. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the Super Bowl parties, you drink, you hang out. Um, this time I was sitting on my ass by myself uh, and I watched it for about the first quarter and uh, the commercials were lame and uh, I turned it to the halftime show to see Prince. Uh, and I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? They got Prince to do the halftime show? Prince doing Foo Fighters covers. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, I heard about that. It's weird. By the way, have you heard that there is now a uproar over the uh, silhouette that uh, w- that Prince and his guitar had in the being backlit against the sheet before it was let down? No, what it looked like, a uh, unsheathed breast? No, it was, a, uh, it was a large phallic symbol, the guitar behind... Oh, uh, come on. So, uh, fortunately, CBS will probably be fined for someone having a guitar on them behind a... uh... Well, hopefully that will deter them from putting on a Super Bowl production ever again because CBS has the worst football coverage I have seen. It was terrible. The announcing was terrible. The commentary was terrible. Everything about the Super Bowl was just terrible. I I am curious to see... um, I didn't see ratings for the... uh, uh, the Super Bowl, but um, I'm willing to bet that the Super Bowl probably. I, I last year was like the lo- lowest rated Super Bowl ever, as I recall, uh, or one of the lowest. Uh, I I don't recall. Um, <clears throat> I don't recall at all, Brock. Well, we'll look forward to uh, talking about that next week. Um, but uh, the Super Bowl, big deal. Thank God the Bears didn't win, so we didn't have to see new versions of the Super Bowl shuffle. Uh, you mean too bad. That would have been great. No, I would have loved to see the Bears win <laughs> for one reason and one reason only. What's that? That is to see new uh, sketches about the Bears on Saturday Night Live. Super well, fan sketches. The super yep. fans when half yeah. the super fans are dead. Uh, well, John Goodman could carry on the torch by himself. Oh. George Went. George Went. Yeah, John Goodman and George Went, and they could probably bring Michael Jordan back. <laughs> yeah, and Macaulay not, Culkin. They're not, not doing anything. Yeah, right. he's not doing anything. Uh, so let's uh, let's take a uh, leap into movies. Let's briefly though. What you guys do last weekend? I always pass this over. Um, I didn't really do anything this weekend, but last night I went and saw Mastodon. Ooh. Oh, is that the IMAX? At the no, no, the band Mastodon. Oh, okay. As in, are they as cool as a real Mastodon is? Oh, that concert was brutal. Where was it at? Orbit Room. Okay. So, I mean, like, they're at the top of their game. I guess, I guess they got nominated for a Grammy for Best Hard Rock or Metal Performance. And they're just brutal. And live, they do they do it all. Wow. And it was just, it was quite the experience. They played with, like, Converge, um, which is all the hardcore emo kids. That's the uh, band those kids all bust a warm one for. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> nice. And then, uh, like, two kind of stoner metal bands opened up it was a really good time it was a really good show i uh and now i'm deaf uh, very good i i will tell you that when i was growing up seeing shows i always thought that like if you 
were in a band that played the Orbit Room. You were huge. And uh, now that I have played the Orbit Room twice uh, with the same band, I know that that's generally not the case. Yeah, I, I used to think the same thing about the Blind Pig. And then I was like... <laughs> and uh, when you play a place like the uh, like the Orbit Room and there's no one there, it sounds really bad when you're on stage. Yeah, the, uh, only, the, the only thing I, yeah, and the only thing I remember from the Blind Pig is the bathroom didn't have any toilet paper. <laughs> And that created a lot of tension between me and the club. Oh, well, the uh, <clears throat> the 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 troughs at the yeah, blind pig. Yeah. And then worst and then, thing ever. And then there's the whole situation where the low hanging speakers almost gave me a concussion. Yeah. So there's been a there's been probably a, a number of uh, the blind pig. The stage at the blind pig has carried many many. Um, Noteworthy acts. Yeah, being that uh, you in 1989 through 1992, you could have seen uh, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden. Um, who else was there? Bad Religion was there. Bad Religion, uh, and then you know even more recent acts have been there. It's a uh, it's a hell of a place. Hootie and the Blowfish. I just oh. made that up. Hootie and the Blowfish played at Rick's right here in East Lansing. By the way, Rick's nice. here in East Lansing used to have huge shows too. But that's the uh, apparently the uh, black party pant wearing uh, sorority crowd does not <coughs> want to hear. Uh, original music they would rather hear the uh, mixes so um, that's what we get at Rickstown but that's okay or cover bands oh yeah, yeah cover, bands cover bands suck god cover bands suck anyway uh, thank god uh, John Fournier isn't here to shout out the name of that uh, specific cover band uh, Eric Crash Landing oh, sh- <sighs> now I get to punch you in the face what'd you do last weekend uh, nothing exciting Brock honestly I cleaned my apartment <laughs> <laughs> Good God, we uh, you're starting to get old, Marzak. When uh... hey, I did cool stuff the weekend before that. I went to Ann Arbor and went to see concerts and stuff. Yeah. I just didn't do anything uh, last weekend. Good times, Jeremy. Remember, Jeremy, you weren't here last week. No. Well, <laughs> last weekend I went to uh, I went back home and I went to my friend's place for a whiskey night. Which is always drunk God. and ridiculous, and brought back memories of the good old days. Uh, Weekend before that was way too long ago. I yeah, no, that's understandable. Yeah, whiskey, uh, whiskey tends to make me angry, so I try not to drink it. Uh, I try to drink it <laughs> just for that reason. That's fun. I, that reminds me. <laughs> oh, oh, real quick. Yeah. And uh, news: Our good friend Alan, who uh, used to be all around here, is now engaged. Is he? He's engaged wow. to uh, Marita. We wow. should get him on the phone. Wow, we should, and congratulate him on the air. Then there's been a slew of that going around. I've got a bunch of friends getting engaged this year too. The pressure's getting getting hot and heavy. I uh, I'm gonna have to kill myself pretty soon because uh, to get out of that. Uh, she's not listening, by the way. So, uh, <laughs> yet, <laughs> yet. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on into uh, movies. Um, not much was released in the past week, um, and it's unfortunate that uh, Because I Said So was the uh, main one. The Messengers was the, the number one box office draw for the past week. Because I Said So at number two, uh, Epic Movie still in the top five at number three. Night at the Museum will not go away, as it is <laughs> at number four, and uh, Smoking Aces at number five. And I didn't even see what The Messengers was. Um, has anybody, uh... Isn't that that horror movie? Yes. Is that a horror movie? Uh, I think so. yeah, it is. And now that I'm looking at the fantastichollywood.com synopsis, the Solomon family has left the fast-paced life of Chicago for the secluded world of a North Dakota farm uh, amidst the tranquil sway of the farm's field of sunflowers. Jeff, 16, soon realizes how terrifying seclusion can be when she and her brother, Ben, 3, begin seeing ominous apparitions invisible to everyone else. The Shining, anyone? Yeah, hello. It's pretty uh, original. <laughs> 
Last uh, last night, I, I was down in uh, my girlfriend is training in her new job uh, down in Fenton, and I was down there. We were briefly watching TV, trying not to watch the men's basketball game uh, last night. Obviously, oh. you've heard by now. Um, it makes me. I have tickets to the Michigan game for uh, Tuesday, and I'm I'm very afraid to that for that game. Oh, uh, don't if, be afraid of that. If game. we get killed by Michigan at home. Oh, we'll happen. never live it down. The dynasty is over. Yeah, we will never live it down. Anyway, um, she uh, one of my favorite uh, Stephen King movies came on TV last night, which was Misery. And oh, she's like, that "What's movie's so good?" She's like, "What's this movie? I've never seen it before." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Uh, she uh, she's out of the loop. She needs to see more movies. That movie is one of the few movies that I can watch and actually writhe in pain yeah. with the character. Speaking of writhing in pain, I saw a movie. That the torture scene makes like most torture scenes seem like like a Winnie the Pooh movie. <laughs> the uh, the end scene of um, I won't ruin it for anyone, but I went and finally saw Last King of Scotland, and the uh, the torture scene in it. Even even the most hardened moviegoer will have a hard time with this one. Jack Bauer wouldn't. Oh yeah, good old twenty four. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so, big movie uh, opening next week, which I look forward to. Uh, can anyone take a wild guess of what that would be? Let's see here. That would be... Harry Potter? This February no. 16th, it would be? No. Is it, is it February, Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider is actually oh, opening on man. the 12th. This uh, opening this week is unfortunate. Um, the Hannibal Rising. How many more of these movies are they going to make? They need to did stop. You, did you ever see that skit on Saturday Night Live with Matt Damon? It was Hannibal Lecter goes to Michigan State. Yeah, I Isn't remember that. Isn't that great? <laughs> I saw that. I was like, what? That was what so is... ridiculous. It was a really bad skit. But uh, Eddie Murphy's new movie where he plays every character, uh, Norbit, also opening uh, on uh, tomorrow. Uh, Getting terrible reviews, by the way. What did you expect? <laughs> that... What is Norbit anyway? Is that some sort of nerd talk that I don't know about? Um, Impossible. I, no, it's Eddie Murphy wants to buy a new boat. <laughs> yeah. What do well, you mean? He's super wealthy. But here's uh, Norbit has never had it easy. As a baby, he was abandoned on the steps of a Chinese restaurant slash orphanage and raised by Mr. Wong. Things get worse when he's forced into marriage by the mean junk food chugging queen Rasputa. Rasputi, uh, whatever. Just when Norbit's hanging by his last thread, his childhood sweetheart Kate moves back to town. The problem I have with this movie is the same thing I have with like white chicks, uh, featuring the Wayans. Uh, is that uh, somebody who was white could never get away with making a movie like that, trying to play characters and going in blackface? Uh, wouldn't happen. And that's part of the reason I wouldn't see these movies. Plus, it's Michael like... J. Fox played a girl in Back to the Future 2. <laughs> yeah, okay. He that, played his daughter. That is the... Uh, I, that reminds me. I saw... Um... And it's Back to the Future has been on, what, AMC or something for, like, nonstop loop yeah, over the past has. month or two. That reminds me. What is the movie, the Vietnam movie that Michael J. Fox is in? Because I was just on TV the other day and I never caught the, the title of it. I can't remember for the life of me what the name of it is. I was going to make a joke, but I'll refrain. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can make. I've made it before. It's all right. Uh, no, I'm, I am going to refrain. Although I don't have any idea what you're talking I, I about have, at I all. I have to look that up. I remember it being kind of a good movie. But uh, hmm. uh, a couple other movies uh, opening uh, and coming soon. Uh, movies that I look forward to. Obviously, besides uh, Ghost Rider, I was looking all day today about 
um, updating my uh, bike before the uh, riding season starts. Ghost Rider is probably going to suck. I realize that, but it's kind of like in the same vein as The Punisher and those kind of movies where regardless of it sucking, it's, it's candy. It's candy, and yeah. it's totally my type of movie. You know, I heard that they delayed the release of this so they go back and spruce up some of the CG. That's I'd heard that, too, because apparently it was the... The flaming skull was not as yeah. cool as it should have been. And I hear that now they have it to the point where it's really good. Yeah. Reno 911 Miami oh, opening so next week, as well as a movie I'm actually looking forward to. I'm not usually a big Jim Carrey kind of guy, but the number 23 actually looks pretty good. Uh, for those of you who have not seen uh, the trailer for it, I'm trying to remember which movie it was that I uh, that they first broke it. But uh, A Man's Life Unravels After He Comes Into Contact with an obscure book titled The Number 23. As he reads the book, he becomes increasingly convinced that it is based on his own life, his obsession with the number 23 starts to consume him uh blah yada yada it's um it's a dramatic uh thriller role for jim carrey which i believe is a first and uh i actually i look very forward to seeing that one uh other movies uh coming uh later on uh, the next month we look forward to teenage mutant ninja turtles that would be march the 23rd uh the hills have eyes too and our friend uh, mitch from fox atomics pictures emailed me the other day uh, who wants to come in and talk about The Hills Have Eyes too? So we'll probably have Mitch from uh, Fox Atomic back on the show here Maybe soon. Maybe we can convince him to uh, have him buy us some drinks afterwards. Yeah, I bet that wouldn't be <laughs> that wouldn't be too hard, uh, but totally uh, illegal. Uh, Black Snake Moan. Jeremy's looking forward to it. It's coming out March second. What's this all about? Black Snake Moan, the new movie with. It's got Snake in the title. Who is it starring? Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson, Christina Ritchie, who apparently uh, Dr. Kilometer does not think is hot, and I think he's high because uh, she totally is. Uh, and uh, DVD's out this week. Thank God, Cinderella 3 uh, out on theaters, or on theaters, out on DVD this week. So, and also uh, Casualties of War. Casualties of War. Yeah. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, our, our wonderful engineer, David, uh, is he needs to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, dude, you know, you can man. just get on the mic and start uh, yeah, talking. You need yeah. to tell us about this, what, DVD that's coming out? I, I didn't know if I was welcome. Sorry, no, I just got a call, actually. The Michael J. Fox movie you were thinking oh, of. Oh, okay, Casualties of War. I'm trying to remember who else uh, was in that movie, but I was like, I remember that being a really great movie, and I could not for the life of me. So thank you, caller, our one listener. Four three two three eighty nine three. If uh, should you should have more input, and David, you should add uh, more input as well because uh, that's part of your job. And I'll probably need more filler time, uh, <laughs> so I'll look to the engineer to do that. So you do that. Uh, once again, Cinderella three. Thank God, uh, out on DVD this week. Also, a movie I never saw but I heard was fantastic was Hollywoodland. Um, that's the one following uh, the mysterious death of George Reeves, played by Ben Affleck, which I can't imagine a movie being good and having Ben Affleck as a starring role. That looked kind of interesting. I liked I Paychecks. I thought that was really good. Paycheck? Was that a uh, Philip Dick? Yeah, okay. the Philip K. Dick movie. Oh, with, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who else was in it? Uh, was, was it that guy? Bridget Moynihan? Is that who was in it? The girl? Or was it Uma Thurman? Or I know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Something, but that movie, that movie was really good. But I guess even uh, Ben Affleck can't screw up a Philip K. Dick movie. <laughs> Flags of Our Fathers also released uh, The Grudge Two, uh, which I have yet to see. The first uh, Flicka, 
and uh, this looks like the most ridiculous movie ever because I remember seeing the movie poster, uh, and it's this chick on a horse. And I was like, oh my god, if any Isn't girl that like a classic girl and her horse. Starring guys. Tim McGraw, oh. so I'm sure it was a huge draw in the uh, Perry Lansing area. Also coming out this week, for those of you who collect the Baywatch series, Baywatch season three is coming out. On By TV. the way, that reminds me, I need uh, when Baywatch season si- or uh, yeah, Baywatch season six, the singer from my cover band was in an episode of Baywatch. <laughs> oh man! And uh, she was an extra, and so I, I've been looking all over YouTube to try to find it. It's uh, the name, the title. She's probably gonna get pissed if I talk about it. But uh, the title of the episode is um, uh, something like "It Came to Dinner" or something like that. It's in season six. <laughs> I've been looking for it on YouTube just because I want to see her in a bikini, but I ha- I can't I can't can't. Uh, Try to, or I can't uh, seem to get a hold of it. Uh, Running with Scissors, also uh, out on DVD. Movie. Is it movie. good? Uh, the Science of Sleep, which I heard was a fantastic movie, but then I also heard it was terrible. I saw it and it was terrible. Really? Yeah. Who? It, it was by the same guy who. Gondry. Yeah, who did. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and all the cool music videos for a while. The White Stripes, yeah. The White Stripes oh, Legos. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The White Stripes Legos video and the Everlong video, but. And, you know, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind was a really good movie, and this movie was just bad. It was like trying to make the Foo Fighters' Everlong video into a movie. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I don't know. And everything was really French. And not I that I have a problem with that, but... <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> Screw those French. Uh, also uh, out on DVD, if you did not uh, catch them last week, The Guardian saw three Brokeback Mountain Collector's Edition, uh, Open Season, Flyboys Catch a Fire, and uh, the Marine uh, out on TVD or TV this week. Obviously, besides the Super Bowl, um, the only thing that I really watched was uh, House, uh, which yeah. the episode was better than last week, and those damn gypsies. Um, but I'm I'm starting to lose faith in that House is going to start to go start to go downhill. I liked it originally when he was a do- like he was popping Vicodin and uh, having to solve these really crazy. Uh, medical uh, issues and um, and it being very scientific and now it's more uh, they're trying to like build the plot about you know the the big episode that garnered so many viewers last week was to build on the fact that he uh, he'd been abused by his father growing up and uh, I'm I'm starting to get a little worried but hopefully we'll see I didn't like the storyline well I don't like the storyline that evolves around him having to go to rehab yeah. and. Uh, possibly, you know, going to jail and with the the cop that was after him so much. Um, I didn't think that was that was really good TV. You know, I think House is at its best when, like you said, he's using crazy science to solve kind of really complex medical like cases and um, you know, kind of being a CSI for the body. I, I like that. I, yeah, I think um, first of all, I think that. Um, the the whole the whole Vicodin thing I think is really cool because it really shows, um, I mean, as lame and cliche as it sounds, he shows he's a human being. And I always opiates are always a great thing because any anytime anybody does anything on opiates, anytime they get off them, it's always worse. Like if you look at any of the guys in the musical industry, you know, thank God for heroin or else we wouldn't have had Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Sublime, um, Sublime, Stone Temple Pilots, Stone Temple Guns Pilots. Roses, uh, look what happened. Yeah, look what happened to uh, no, they were mainlining uh, Jack Daniels. Uh, look what happened to Dave Gahan from Depeche Mode when he stopped uh, stopped the dope. 
uh, Depeche Mode started to suck. So I think uh, I think an addition like that made, makes the character real. And besides that, and that kind of addiction is so hard to beat for them to just be like, oh, he's just going to go to rehab and it's going to be good. And I don't know. I like the fact that and he has fallacies. And we're going to ride off into the sunset with a basket full of puppies. <laughs> yeah. it, you're, you're right in the fact that it's the only thing that makes him human. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have any other redeeming qualities. I, I guess he apologized once to uh, his oncologist friend. But other than that, he's mean to everybody, and, and you're right, he... That's, I guess that does give I've him a lot of humanity. It's I, I it's good. Uh at least I think it's good. I think the thing is that they're trying to prepare like they're doing this whole my father, you know, his father beat on him or something uh to give him a more human side and I don't think that's a good way for them to go, but uh we'll see. As uh as long as they don't listen to the people that post on the uh message board, I think it'll be okay. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, television, uh, fantastic episode of Mythbusters last night, which was a new one. And oh my God, uh, the, the chicks on Mythbusters get hotter and hotter every episode. <laughs> uh, Don't they just have the same ones? Yeah, they are the same ones, but they get progressively hotter. The one, the redhead. As the budget goes up. Like the sky. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> As the budget goes up, they can add more work. No, uh, Scotty, the, uh, the, the, the one that uh, works on the cars and stuff and has pigtails tattoos super hot um but i'm trying to add the other the girl with the red hair she her name is uh, escaping me at the moment is it important uh, it is important because she just did a spread in maxim not too long ago really yeah oh yes and it was uh, fantastic uh just for those of you out there to uh just uh, for future information <laughs> in, uh, in other tv news if you want to know they put studio 60 and 30 rock on hiatus this week is there any uh, um, reason behind why they did that well studio 60 they um they're gonna have a run of a new show on monday nights and they're not sure if it's coming back however 30 rock um, is going to make way for what i've read is nine episodes of um the show called the black donnelly's which has um the old sidekick from seinfeld or the old sidekick from conan o'brien andy it. richter oh, andy, andy richter. richter yeah it's andy richter's new show it's called the black donnelly's Ugh. and it's going to take um 30 rocks place for what i read was nine nine episodes wow. one thing that really tipped me off before they made the announcement about studio 60 was last week they had an episode that was supposed to be the first part of a three-parter. Well, they edited the um, remaining two episodes down to one episode that aired this previous Monday. I thought that because uh, yeah. I was looking on T, you know, the guy, the guy thing on the, you know, your cable thing is like yeah. part one of a two, you know, three-parter, and then all of a sudden part two, and it just wrapped up. I was yeah, like, man. And didn't it feel rushed? Didn't the episode feel rushed? It, it totally There's did. There's a lot of rushed. content in there. That, that doesn't make a lot of sense because it seems like 30 Rock is was a show loved by a lot of people. Um, and Andy Richter had his chance before on a sitcom on Fox, and it failed horrendously, as Even I Even though it was good. I watched that show. Andy Richter Controls the Universe, yeah. it was called. And it was clever. It was really, really good. But it I, it didn't even last people for full. People don't want clever. They want people to... don't want clever. I don't know what they want. They want a show. They want about, American Idol, obviously. And they want, the only comedies I know that do any good right now. I mean, you can say what you will about the NBC Thursday lineup, but the ratings aren't stupendous for them. No, for the comedies, the comedies that I know 
the do good right now are two and a half men and how i met your mother those are the only two comedies i know that that are doing any good that i'm aware of and i watch a lot of tv and otherwise it's it's uh it's drama with it's either police work procedural with, dramas procedural dramas with either like police work with medical um mm-hmm. or with uh psychological like psychological sexual mm-hmm. it's it, uh, it, it blows me away and the fact that i remember uh the reality series have been going on survivor started what 99 2000 something like that i don't remember yeah it was 2000 started and everybody's like, oh, this reality stuff won't last very long. Look at it now. American Idol absolutely destroys everybody in the ratings. Which, I for the this is the first season where I actually made it a point because I now have someone living with me that loves to watch the show. So, oh, yeah. Word on the street. I don't know if you've heard this. Um, but Fox is thinking about sending uh, Paula Abdul packing and replacing her with... Jewel? Courtney Love. Courtney Love. I really? Yeah. I did not hear that. Why? Why was that? Uh, she not. Paul Abdul needs to go into rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Courtney. Yeah, Courtney, Courtney Love obviously doesn't need to do anything about rehab. Uh, Courtney. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. Um, Courtney is shopping. Uh, last month, she started shopping the Kurt Cobain biography, "Heavier Than Heaven," around to the major mu- movie studios. So, be looking for a uh, major motion picture biopic pick of. Uh, and speaking from... of biopic picks, I heard that uh, the the Big Motley Crew book, which I just read, Dirt, yeah, um, awesome book. But uh, I guess they were optioning it as a film, and David Fincher of Fight Club fame was supposed to direct it. Oh, that would be sweet. And guess who's playing Ozzy? Christopher Walken. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that is so awesome. Oh, that is a movie I oh I very look forward to once that's complete. The book, surprisingly insightful. It is good. I read it. Uh, there was a copy of it at a different radio station I worked at because they were uh, promoting it there, and I got my hands the, on a signed the copy. The Nikki Six chapters yeah. are surprisingly insightful the exact opposite of what i was expecting if you even if you hate that band which i hate that band as far as music wise their stories are some of the most fantastic epitome like they're the epitome of sex drugs and rock and roll it's so awesome and that book is good it's called dirt right yeah yeah and what's great is they do they do it in like blocks of three four chapters where each person's telling the same story so you get all the band's angles of it and it's they do match up yeah so so when was this Courtney Love thing announced? I didn't even hear anything yeah, about it. It's just it's just rumors. It was it's flowing around this flowing week. Around. I'd like to see it happen because that makes absolute. They're they're talking about getting rid of. Uh, I could see getting rid of Paula Abdul because she adds nothing to the show. She says like she's one, the cheerleader. That's her role. Yeah, but she's. Uh, I don't know what she's on, but she's bopping around like she's the next Michael J. Fox on that show. And, uh, Oh, see, I did it right there. Uh, and replacing her with Courtney love for God's sakes. I can't imagine that would be a Francis Bean has to eat too. Uh, apparently, Oh, they don't have to worry about money for a long time. Ever she sold off all the rights to Nirvana's music or it's like 50% or whatever. Uh, they don't need to worry about that for a while, but, uh, why don't we, uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk all about a lesson I learned via live journal this past week. And, uh, maybe you can learn something from it too. Uh, stay tuned. We're, uh, right here in happy hour, uh, on impact 89 FM. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. 
At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Sunday nights, check out Sit or Spin from 8 to 10 p.m., where you can voice your opinion on what new music we play here on the Impact. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Happy Hour right here on Impact 89 FM. My name is Brock. On the panel this evening, the very uh, our very own Reverend Craig Terrell. I love you, Brock. Uh, Dr. Oh. Kilometer, Eric Marzak. Hello. And uh, Jeremy. Hello. <laughs> Jeremy Hello. doesn't have a sweet title. I don't either. It's all right. So uh, last week, as you may or may not recall, um, the uh, the stars from Mad TV were on campus for the uh, Get Mad TV with Spike Ferriston tour. Spike Ferriston is the new um, talk show host, uh, if you will, uh, for Saturday, the late night Saturday night on Fox. Um, I had Arden Mirren from uh, Mad TV on the show, and then I, after the show last week, I uh, got in the uh, happy hour limo and headed over to the MSU Union, uh, where they were doing some improv, and uh, Bobby Lee from Mad TV did some stand-up, which was fantastic. It was some of the most like um, uh, racist... Um, uh, I can't even explain it on the air. It was fantastic. Um <laughs> There were not very many people there, but uh, afterwards I spoke with Spike Fairston, um very uh, very briefly. He had recently was on Loveline. He was on the new Loveline uh, with Stryker and Dr. Drew, and I had asked him what he thought um, about Stryker. I was like, "Do you think the Strikers suck as much as you think? You know, as I would expect him to?" And he's like, "You know, uh, I you know I, I wanted I went in there not wanting to like him, but he's a really nice guy, and I you know I think he's pretty cool." It's hard to fill the shoes of Adam Carolla, so forth. Indeed. So later that night at about midnight, I went home, and uh, I am a dork, and I do have a live journal. Uh, I've had it now for like six years, so at least I can say I'm an early adopter. But um, I uh, I've posted my live journal. I, I don't update it very often. Uh, and I have a friends list of maybe, I don't know, uh, ten people. Nine now, because I deleted mine. Yeah, nine now, because <laughs> uh, apparently Terrell doesn't want one anymore. Uh, not, I mean, nobody reads my live journal. I posted and, uh, to the effect of saying that I, I met the, uh, folks from Mad TV and they were very nice, very funny. I met Spike, uh, talked with him very briefly. He seemed like a nice guy. Um, and I mentioned the fact that I talked to him about Loveline and Stryker. And, uh, I didn't exactly word it the best, but I was trying to get across the point that, uh, you know, I, I, he said that Stryker was nice, but, um, I didn't think Loveline would be the same. It was late, you know, whatever. 20 minutes later, t- exactly 20 minutes later, I got an email in my inbox. And uh, it was like from Spike Fairston. And I was like, uh, okay. I opened it up and he's like, hey, Brock, just read your live journal entry. Um, <laughs> if you could please uh, change your live journal entry so that it doesn't, like it seems to imply that I think Striker sucks. 
those are your words and not mine. Uh, I really would appreciate it. It was nice meeting you tonight. Blah, blah, blah. Spike Ferriston. Uh, this is a lesson anybody should have uh, from posting anything on the internet. Brock's got a stalker. Brock's uh, got a stalker. <laughs> Famous stalker, too. Uh, how this guy, the, I, first of all, I'm trying to figure out how this guy could even have found my live Very journal narcissistic. Entry. The, that's what I'm thinking. The only way he could have done it is if I Google myself eight times a day. Well, even I Googled his name uh, and I didn't see anything. Uh, and I I don't know if you can do a search within Live Journal communities or Live Journal for. Yeah, and I'm I'm guessing that that's how he did it. But at midnight, like, did you tell him that you were going to go home and do a Live Journal? No, I, I didn't you, say anything you know, about he it. He might have a, like a web app that just. That, well, I'm thinking he might have that, or he has a PR team that are you know looking to see things. But then I thought about it afterwards. I was I was all apologetic in the email. I'm like, oh, sorry, dude. I didn't mean to imply that. I'll change it so that it reflects what the conversation really was. And I kind of thought about it, and I got more pissed off. And I'm like, what? It's not like my live journal is the Chicago Tribune. Nobody is going to read it. What does it matter what my interpretation of the conversation was? And doesn't it seem like a, a dick move for him to email me and tell me to change my live journal yeah, entry? That's kind of, well, that's kind of a dick move. But uh, this brings up a very important point. This next election cycle, that, that's what this is going to all be about. This is this is going to be the YouTube election. Yeah, so. no, I yeah, I, the blogger election completely. But I, it's like, uh, first of all, um, he seemed like a nice guy. Spike Fairston, uh, if you haven't seen the show, the his notoriety uh, is almost entirely in the fact that he was the he worked on Seinfeld and he was the guy who wrote the Soup Nazi episode of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, he pretty much ensured like being that narcissistic um, and demanding kind of like that uh pretty much ensured i will never watch his tv show because i'm like you know what that's a really jerk move to do uh i still don't understand do you have your live journal linked to your myspace page or nope. your facebook page nope. or anything nope nothing i have my live journal linked to nothing i my own friends don't know where my live journal is i didn't know you had one exactly and he found it and that really I didn't know you had feelings yeah exactly so like <laughs> we learned something new so it, it makes me rethink anything you know i used to joke about what you put up on your facebook profile and your myspace page i'm like uh, for job interviews and yeah. like i'm like are you kidding but now i'm like oh my god if uh if if some if a late night talk show host can find my live journal entry amidst the billion other live journals 20 minutes after it was posted no less Ugh. so that's got me it has me a little creeped out um okay. I got an interesting tidbit, too, along the same lines. I actually have proof that someone actually listens to this show. <laughs> oh. We would love to see uh, Yeah, I want to see hard proof we're, that we're, someone listens. Remember the uh, Cage Dancing Dungeons & Dragons? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get to work the next morning, and in my inbox, it's like, were you on the radio last night? <laughs> <laughs> Busted. Oh, that's too bad. That's good times. Yeah. Apparently, what's even better? She's my neighbor. Oh, <laughs> I wish we could tell that story on the air. It's yeah, too bad. It's, but yeah, she's she's got a live-in boyfriend. She lives like a like a block away from me. Oh, well, you need to buy some pepper spray. There you go. So yep. there you go, kitties. Uh, lesson learned via live journal. Should you have any, you guys are more than welcome to share us, uh, share them with us. Four three two three eighty nine three is the phone number. I hope to have the uh, AOL instant messaging system up and working in the studio again. But unfortunately, at a station, a college station like here at the Impact, we have. 
uh, a bunch of retarded kids that like to touch things that they shouldn't. Hooligans. And, uh, hooligans, let's put it that way. So um, so until we fix that, I'm kind of without, uh, and I don't obviously want to give out my personal instant message name uh, mm. for the one person that's listening uh, to repeatedly stalk me via AOL Instant Messenger. I would so. love to hear some more stories along those lines about getting as, busted well getting busted on you know a comment that you made on myspace or facebook or live journal or zanga or whatever Well, here's the thing like i, I can understand some of those stories i can understand you being like a 15 year old girl and posting about you hooking up with the entire football team that night and then your parents somehow finding it <laughs> uh i i can imagine that that would be detrimental and probably something that you wouldn't want to do but i mean for something I, it it just it, it it continues it just boggles my mind. What does it matter how the perception of my live journal came across? Nobody's gonna read it. Do you think like Stryker is gonna go searching for his name via live journal, find that and be like, oh my god, Spike Ferriston said this. I'll never have him back on Loveline. So we got some uh, activity in the fishbowl. Oh, I, yeah, I was looking over there. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll have uh, some more input on this. But I, I just, I, it blows me away. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like a whole new set of drama for the 21st century, like Facebook drama, MySpace drama. Jason, who is not here today, probably would just <laughs> all sorts of wonderful stories. Uh, I mean, the thing that those guys post on their blogs, for God's sake, oh my God! If the the authorities read what they posted on their blog, they would go to jail. I, I just it blows me away. I I never really thought that there was a chance of that coming to uh, fruition, but uh, oh, yeah, like uh, the Wired magazine last month, um, they did a whole thing about the YouTube MySpace generation. I guess they like did the there was like a MySpace murders out in yeah, yeah. out west. Like three guys got killed, <laughs> and they knew each other through MySpace. And it was, yeah, sign of the times, man. Well, times. something else. Uh, from now on, I will be using the friends uh, lock on many of my jur- pertinent journal so. entries uh, to make sure the uh, major studio execs aren't reading it and stealing your ideas. I mean, realistically, you think about that kind of stuff. If if somebody like that can find my live journal entry, think if if you're like, I I have this great idea for a movie and I'm just posting it on my live journal. Think well, how easy it is for yeah. someone to just be like, well, ooh. Remember, remember my lady friend when we were roommates. Yes. Um, I won't say any names, but <laughs> she, uh, she would read my live journal and MySpace, and you know she'd track me down. Yeah. All the time. Well, uh, you're probably a fantastic lover. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell you, you that I he is because after I moved out and I took my futon back from his room, I had to get a new mattress. So that is how we know uh, he's a fantastic lover. By the or, way, or just a prolific one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like a rabbit. Uh, for those of you who don't know of it by now, and I, I can't imagine that you wouldn't, uh, but speaking of that kind of a community, mydeathspace.com is a fantastic oh, yeah, time, yeah, yeah. way to uh, waste time. Have you heard about this, favorites. Dr. Kilometer? No, no, man. I've, I've been getting introduced to all sorts of new scandalous websites through this uh, show. Last uh, week com. it was... Well, last week it was uh, grouphugs.net yeah. or US. US. Yeah, US. grouphugs.us. I just... I just uh, loaned the book to my significant other who is going to be in new mexico for six weeks and i really hope she reads that book because it is the book the best of book is something else <laughs> but yeah my death uh, originally i uh, i would be sitting in class and i am the most morbid guy i know uh, i would be look there's a uh, live journal community called ljers for eternity 
Uh, and basically it's all a bunch of grouped live journals from people who have passed away. So I'd just be sitting there reading it. And I honestly, I, I, and as morbid and sick and stupid as it sounds, it sounded, it was kind of fascinating because it was like, uh, I would be reading someone's, their journals of what it was like to have leukemia or to have a certain type of cancer and see what their last journal entries were. It was just fascinating to me. I'm a man of science. It's the kind of stuff I like. But uh, mydeathspace.com is uh, people report they're people who have MySpace pages who have died, um, and they're either tribute pages or they're, they're pages from people who are no longer living. So uh, as morbid as it is, and they catch the website catches a lot of flack, uh, mydeathspace.com. I'm going to check that out. Uh, is, uh, is out there and available. So lots of fun stuff on the web. Uh, so kitties, uh, be careful when uh, posting about celebrities in the future uh, so you don't uh, get sued for libel or uh, slander, whatever it is when it's written. What is it when it's written? Slander? No. Libel. 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 Okay. So I was right on my first time. Maybe, maybe we should do it and then we'll get calls from celebrities and we can talk to them. <laughs> yeah, you can call my lawyer at 432-3893 at 7 o'clock on Thursday night. So, uh, Dr. Kilometer, moving it right along to happy things, mm-hmm. uh, your uh, California trip. Recently, I made my way out to not-so-sunny at the time, California, and it was a lot of fun. Still not bad. Um, yeah, Compared it, to the uh, 10 below it is here, yeah. Well, it was it was about 50 degrees here, or 50 degrees there when it was about 10 degrees here, so there. Uh, not too bad, but uh, not sunny like you see on MTV shows like The Hills. Um <laughs> But it was that's uh, a fake was, sun, by the way. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, I was actually in Beverly Hills at the Rainbow Room, um, just down the street from the Golden Globes when they were going on, and uh, saw tons of paparazzi, and um, didn't see didn't see any stars that weren't hiding their face, but there were definitely enough paparazzi. Um, then we moseyed on over to a hotel with a bull riding competition that was across the street from the <laughs> hotel standard hotel. That's awesome. Um, it was across the street from the standard hotel and they, uh, they had a lot of really, really attractive ladies who were starved for attention that wanted to ride the bull. I didn't mind. I didn't complain. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, went out to breakfast the next day and, uh, actually I was eating breakfast with my friend, at the restaurant that was featured in Swingers, the movie, um, the diner that uh, they have their ending conversation uh-huh. in. And uh, we saw Kristen Bell from Veronica Mars. See, how would you know this? Like, I don't even know who that is. How would you be able to pick somebody out? I don't know. I tend not to forget faces, especially hot chicks. And <laughs> she... Hey, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just went to CNN.com, and I, this is terrible, but they have a picture of the hot, of them moving the uh, Anna Nicole's body that's draped from the uh, hospital into the... Uh, it's got the... It's got the her boobs are sticking out. Big huge mouths. It's the most hilarious thing. I'm sorry. It's totally morbid, but it's like, oh, oh look, well, there's somebody, and then there's just these huge mounds in the middle of play. I'm sorry. That's uh, I didn't mean to... Uh, <laughs> I guess quite all right, quite all right. So you'll have to. Uh, by the way, Amanda joining us. She was our engineer uh, last week. You Bang up job too. Yeah, and you didn't come to a strip joint with us afterwards. I didn't. I didn't. Unfortunately, you're gonna have to uh, pretty soon. I'm going to have to. I was at work with the end Nicole thing. Let me interject this real quick. And I give my table their food, and then I go in the back to clean up. You know, stuff in the back. I come back out, and my table goes, 
what happened to the bimbo on TV? <laughs> Can you, what does that say? And I tell, oh, I guess she died. And they're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just really awkward. And I was just. Were they foreigners? No, they just they couldn't, like, you know, the TV was pretty far, and they could they could just see blonde woman, and they're like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. It has a good chance of either being Anna Nicole Smith or Farrah Fawcett, I yeah. think. Yeah. They were, their guess was either Pam and. You know, we could get really morbid with this. They always die in threes, so which two other blondes do we want to die? Or. Which other one do we want to die besides Paris? Well, I saw a picture of Suzanne Summers today, and she looked terrible. Yeah. She looked really, really when bad. When her house, like, burned down, they had her on TV, and she was just, her, she just looked really sickly. And I was like, wow. Wow. Without makeup. And uh, who else? Um, can we say Liz Taylor? She was I thought blonde. she died like 10 years ago. No, she's just, alive. It's like yeah, Weekend yeah, at Bernie's. She died 10 years ago, just no yeah. one's told her yet. Yeah, it's like Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> hanging out. So anyway, I'm sorry. I just I the picture on CNN.com of them taking the body out and the uh, the ma- <laughs> it's comical. I'm sorry. Uh, well, the, the way the way I would know Kristen Bell is because uh, she is she's from Rochester, and whenever I hear of a semi-famous person being from Michigan, it always kind of sticks in my head a little bit. That reminds me, um, and you can go on with your story, but I was. Um, I was playing around with uh, Wikipedia uh, this uh, past uh, couple days, and the number of famous the, the famous people born in Lansing, Michigan, um, is unreal. I like we all know Steven about Seagal. Steven Seagal, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson. I'm trying to get there, uh, but uh, the um, the list is much longer, but go ahead and uh, finish your... Uh, you so actually went on a cruise, too, didn't you? Yeah, I went on a cruise, and uh, I'm a big nerd, so this really thrilled me. They have wireless internet and satellite cell phone service on the boat. Yeah, but you pay for it. Yeah, you definitely pay for it, but it's pretty neat to have it What uh, What cruise line? It was Norwegian Cruise Line, so it was the freestyle cruising, and... Um, the boat was fantastic. It had 13 different restaurants, and you could eat at any of them whenever you wanted. Um, there were four of them that required reservations the day of, but um, but nothing big. Um, it was in Acapulco for a couple of days. It was 92, wonderful, wow. and uh, was happy to report that my cell phone works down there. I knew it would, but it mm-hmm. was fun to see anyways. Um and laid on the beach and bought um, fresh-made guacamole and tacos from little six-year-olds that run around that don't know any English. Good times. Um, that was fantastic. Um, just a nice trip out to Cali and uh, down to Acapulco and back, little eight-day cruise. And uh, read a really interesting book about the Beatles, basically a biography of the Beatles from start to finish. Um, it was a 1,000 pages. That was really interesting. Um, just a great trip. Fantastic. Wonderful. What other people are from Lansing? Well, here, here's uh, a couple, obviously the ones you spoke of. Uh, Timothy Buthfield, who I didn't, I wasn't aware of who he was. He's uh, from East Lansing. and oh, uh, He's on Studio 60 and he was on West Wing. Yeah, I was not aware of that. Other people and born, also Sports Night, I believe. Yeah, other people born in Lansing. Uh, there's a few names on here, obviously Magic Johnson. Uh, an interesting name, John Hughes. Uh, for those of you who don't know John Hughes, is he's the uh, director who made every movie from uh, 16, 16 Candles, Candles to Home Alone. Uh, he was born in Lansing, Michigan in 1950. And the funny thing is, is he all of his movies were made in a fictional area of uh, Illinois around Chicago, like mm-hmm. suburbia, which is uh, 
uh, Shermerville actually was uh, the name of many of the towns used. So and that's an I think they had a bit in what Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back yeah, or something like that. that, where they tried to find that town. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, here's uh, Steven Seagal, born in, in Lansing. Here's one I did not know. Burt Reynolds, born oh, in Lansing, Michigan. Himself. Yeah. So uh, Tom Welling, obviously born. And uh, did you know that the drummer Jim uh, Sonefield, the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish, was born in Lansing, Michigan? <laughs> Why aren't they here? Why aren't yeah. they here on our show right now? Yeah. Why isn't Burt on here? What's that? Why isn't Burt on the show? Burt. Burt Reynolds. Oh, yeah. that, that should be our goal. Is I thought to get you were like, like a like a big celebrity that was born in Lansing to be on our show. Oh, yeah, right. We, like, I bet you we get Steven Seagal. That would be that. That'd be oh, have you ever heard Steven uh, Jay, who does uh, Crazy Jay, who does the Accidental Blues here Wednesday nights on the Impact? Uh, Steven Seagal was doing a show up at the uh, Soaring Eagle, and Jay got an interview kind of backstage afterwards, and got in the radio world we get uh, station IDs from artists. Um, <laughs> he got one from Steven Seagal that's just like, uh, your impact, accidental, blues, Jay. <laughs> it's the guy has to be like, uh, idiot savant or something because uh, he, there's no way that uh, uh, it's functional. He plays, yeah, he plays it all the time on his show, so you should listen for it. It's uh, it's pretty funny. So. Other than that, that's about all we've got for happy hour. Uh, a few minutes left. Four three two three eighty nine three. Should you have any more uh, suggestions for the uh, live journal uh, no nos? What's uh, what do you guys got planned for the weekend? Uh, I don't have anything planned this weekend, but next weekend I am heading up to Toronto um, to see Second City mm. and. Uh, do various other things. That'll Pretty excited fun. about that. Yeah, with uh, your significant other. Yes, with, a, with my lady friend. Yes. Wow. Well, are you going on the uh, no named, no affiliation bar crawl? Yes, I certainly am doing really? that. You know how lame I am. I uh, it took until my second year of grad school before I ever went on a, bar, a formal bar crawl. I have never gone on one yet, and it's uh, it's it pretty. It can sad. be fun. My whole uh, oh, it will be my fun. My whole study abroad experience in London was just one, one long bar crawl. <laughs> I would yeah, I would agree <laughs> with that crawl. for sure. Uh, yeah. um, Terrell, what do you got going on for the weekend? Um, I am currently in the throes of directing a music video for a hardcore punk metal band, and Saturday they're playing at Max. So we're going to start the bonus footage for the DVD. Shout out. Who is it? Uh, my friend Rudra. Uh-huh. My friend Rudra. And yeah, for the yeah, my, my weekends are pretty pretty free beyond that. Well, we're still, uh, Jason and I are still supposed to take you out to a strip joint. And, I uh, want to go. Will your, oh, yeah. well, tell, will your lady friend let you go to a strip joint? Yeah, keep, in mind, I, keep in mind, I have one of those too. So, <sighs> so? Tell, tell everyone why you're taking me to a strip joint. What, tell, tell everyone the bit. So they know the this is the <laughs> i feel bad telling this over first the of air. all there's nothing wrong with going to a strip club for pure entertainment purposes but continue or novelty purposes um this is the novelty purpose is this uh our friend our buddy jason uh who free the crudest has, man alive yeah who has frequented um many strip joints uh in the past he had a bit uh when he went one time where he they took a friend and took glasses that were 
um, the kind that magnify your eyes really big. <laughs> so they put him on this guy, and he 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 played the part as though he were a little, he was a little mentally challenged. And uh, apparently, these strippers were all about it. So our plan is to take Terrell and either put a helmet on him or put some glasses on him, and Terrell. <laughs> <laughs> take him to the strip joint and see what happens uh, jeremy loves the idea i think That's you ridiculous. should <laughs> you should come along for the ride but we just think it would be really funny why does um, every every time i wear a helmet and just end up with me <laughs> getting a concussion oh my god we uh terrell and i worked at a television station a couple years ago and uh we were up looking through like all the old props for all the old stages and we <laughs> We found a helmet, and uh, it was like it had the station call letters and stuff on it. And it was I don't even remember what it was from, but Terrell ended up getting in trouble because he was running around the station with the helmet on. Uh, and then one time we were at a party, and it was in my car for some reason. Jason put it on me, and then he hit me in the head as hard as he could. Like, uh, like I'm not talking like like full force. I thought I had a concussion. He's like, yeah, he dropped he dropped to the ground like a sack of potatoes, and I thought, oh. Crap, I killed Terrell. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can see that uh, morally um, I will be spending eternal, eternity in morally hell. Morally vacant. Yeah, but that's good times. Uh, helmets are always a good time. So, anyway, complaints can be sent to uh, Brock at impact89fm.org. Or you can just leave a comment on his live journal. Yeah, apparently, because uh, that's what everybody else <laughs> is doing. it's easy to find. <laughs> Linked directly to Drudge Report. Yeah, so uh, check that out. Uh, stay tuned. The Basement is up next. Uh, two hours of local music, courtesy of Amanda, who will also be going to a strip joint with us. Uh, so look forward to that. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the meantime, look for us next week where we can have our Screw St. Valentine's Day drinkathon special episode of Happy Hour. Are um, we actually going somewhere for that, or are we doing that here? Uh, we haven't decided yet. We'll talk about it off the air. Okay. Okay. So that will be next week. Stay tuned for The Basement. That is next. Thanks for listening to Happy Hour. It's right here on Impact 89 FM.